Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 990 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren, and you. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Thursday. Plenty to get to, no time to waste, and not going to let Ben have to wait any longer to brag about his dominant Missouri Tigers. 39-0, baby. We went over to California. Uh, we'll put it on them, right? The, the, the small guys. Noah Certain got a big win. You guys are going to bump up the ranks a little bit now. Um, and then Cade Moore, Cade Moore is coming along. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Seltzer up in a new weight looks good. And then, you know, the guy that uh, I didn't really know is that Logan Geoffrey. He just put it on uh, Jade Navis. He really did. Rode him forever. The first takedown was, I mean, Jaden was in so deep and he was like almost backside double. Uh, I believe, and just kind of lost it and then gives up kind of an easy go-behind, and it was all downhill from there for, for Joffrey. Really, he looks like he's going to be a tough guy to, to beat this year. And Oh, yeah, I should say I only watched highlights because uh, freaking Pac-12 Network. I even got my mom's log. I even begged my mom for cable login, Christian Piles. Man. And then it gave me some other – once I got logged in, it gave me some other error message. I don't know why I'm able to, but I can, I just click it and it lets me go and I just don't ask any questions. But I'm able to, That's I've been so able annoying. to watch all these Pac-12 duels. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, it just lets me in. So Yeah, I, it, I, said, it said that that was not included in the package that we purchased. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. So, so annoying. Well, the, the two, I think the most consequential matches were 25 and 57. Uh, 25, yep. certain versus Provo. Certain ends up getting, it, it's a major by the time it's all said and done. Pretty close match throughout. Um, and then in the third period, Provo had a couple opportunities and just could not finish on, on Noah. And that was kind of the, the theme for him. He, he got in quite a few times, but Noah's scrambling and counters and riding were uh, ultimately a, a big difference maker for him. And, you know, Provo continues to come back down to earth after a really strong showing at, at CKLV and in a weight where being favored in rankings is is probably a good indication that you're about to lose. <laughs> that would be funny if you guys did like uh, um, some type of analysis on the most upsets ever at a singular weight class. That would be yeah. hilarious. I mean, and, and but let's let's face facts. There, there's no world where we would have considered certain anything but a favorite coming into this season and even weeks into the season. And he's got yep. one one loss on the year. I mean, Noah has been good throughout this year. Man, all you yeah. really want, if you're an NCAA team, it's like you just want a guy at the weight, and he's one of the guys. And I don't know. He's, he's, he's definitely one of the guys. <laughs> it's, it's like he's one of the boys, Noah Certain. Uh, he's, he's good. He's tough, and he's he's got a thing, right? He's... Pretty dynamic. He's good on top. He can scramble. Um, 
you know, he's he's good. Yeah. He's good for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, then Brock Mahler, yeah, just then, so many go-behinds. Drag go-behind. Drag. I, he either hit it all four takedowns or three of the four takedowns. The exact same takedown to the yes. same side every single time. It was like, it, it, at a point I was like, it, wait, are they doing a replay? No, he's just doing the same move again. <laughs> I really he he has a great drag. I really wish he would use it more often. Well, he's if you told him that before this duel, he is uh, message received. I would say because he is he hit it a lot. I mean, I think we talked about this. I mean, this guy uh, Bozo JD made him a two and a half point favorite. Worst line yeah, of the year. That was, uh, yeah. Hey, listen, that was, that was the right line. I think. No, just kidding. Um, JD's an excellent odds maker. It does frustrate me how Mahler always runs to the hip on that go behind. I, I texted the same <laughs> thing to Ben. But it works, though. But it works, yeah. It works when it works, but against Andonian, he did it a couple times, and it didn't work. That is true. Andonian That's is the a, number one guy you don't want to go to the hip on. That is, yeah. yeah. I think you're right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, 100%. But I think when you can get away with it that much, it's like, ah. It is technically faster. It is a faster finish. I think there are Correct. times when it makes a lot of sense to go hit because yeah. you can pull. Well, that, that's, yeah, the positive versus negative. The, po the positive of it is um, it's quicker to get to, and it works against a lot of people. The negative is against a guy like Bryce Andonian or other people. There are times when it is significantly uh, less, less effective technically. So, you know, you are doing a trade-off there for sure. Yeah, but... The exchange rate worked out for for Brock Mahler uh, against Cardenas, so impressive win for him. Mahler's Mahler's really had, uh, you know, I I was like, man, why are they? Why is he going up? I felt like it messed up their team yeah. a little bit, not getting Cam Steed in the lineup, but he's been really good this year. Um, only one loss, I believe. Let me yeah, look I think, so. I think Andonian's is only a loss. Um, yeah, ten and, and one. Yeah. And that was close. It was. I mean, it could have went that. Yeah. Do we have an injury update on uh, Bryce Andonian that since we talked about it the last show? I don't no. have one. Um, mm. I always feel weird kind of prying there. You know? Yeah. It's like, hey, how hurt is he? Well, um, I mean, I don't know. It's like uh, you, that is kind of your, your job a little bit. And they could always say, well, we're not sure yet if they don't want to tell you. Or they could always say, like, it's really bad, but please don't tell anyone yet, and we're going to put it out. Something okay. to that effect. Yeah. I just don't yeah. want to know. Maybe I just don't want to know deep down in my soul. <laughs> Those are your hometown Hokies, baby. I know. They're awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, it would be a bummer if he's out. Very exciting guy. and This would probably be past the time where he could get a medical. So it would be a bummer. Yeah. But, anyway, it's not about Bryce Antonio. Brock Mahler got the nice win over Daniel Cardenas. 14-8 to was the final there. In a match where... He was up like 8-2 or 7-2, and then Cardenas got it to like 8-6, and it's like, oh, wow, and then two more takedowns, and then it's over. Yep. Um, anything else that we want to get to in this? I mean, it was, it was a really impressive showing from the Tigers who have had – they have laid several beatdowns on teams that we would consider to be solid this year, Arizona yeah. State. Maybe they hate the Pac-12 because they are <laughs> – and they're like, listen, if this if this entire conference is on the ropes, they're going to put them all the way in the grave because they buried ASU, they buried Stanford. Um, maybe Brian Smith's got something against the, the West Coast. That's possible. Definitely possible. They, they could be down on those guys. Ben, ask Coach Smith why they're dueling you and I twice. Wait, what? Are they really? 
Yes. No, that's got to be a mistake. Oh, no, no, no. Is oh, one sorry. of them Northern Illinois? No, one is the UNI Open. I was looking at their schedule. Oh. Yeah, the UNI Open is I, it's way later this year. Usually it was early December. I think maybe they did it. So, because what's the rule? First year guys in the first uh-huh. semester, they they can't be unattached. Is that correct? The correct. Yeah. That's why someone said Gabe Arnold has three dates left, but I don't think he has that many because he wrestled in an open tournament as well. Yeah, I don't. There's no way he's got three left. Actually, there's no way he under- has. There's no way he has more. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, you can only have a. Uh, um, no, you can only have five dates, and nothing can be unattached till second semester. So here's the thing: is Soldier Salute? I assume Soldier Salute was considered first semester. First semester. Consi- I mean, second semester has not started. Well. Okay, but the second semester... But the first semester is over. Athletically start when first semester ends? Because I said uh, in a video that, hey, he's used four of his dates. So he's got one yeah. left. And then someone said yes. he has two. Um, well, it's either two or one. It's not three. There's no way it's three. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But re- you regardless... You think wrestle against Nebraska? I saw, those, I saw the probables they put out, and... Uh, with the probables that I will put out against Nebraska, they are not beating Nebraska. Yeah, well, that's not... There's no way... Don't trust probables. Yeah, probables are... It's probable these guys are on our team, and they'll weigh in. It's, it's so annoying that, they, uh, that teams are allowed to just put out shenanigans. I mean... No, it's great. Uh, it's helpful. It's, it's good, it's, <laughs> it's good to just not know who's going to wrestle. It's, it's, it's a good thing. I like it. I like it. And it really helps. It's a huge advantage, too, because there's no way. Now Nebraska knows to not prepare for Gabe Arnold, right? They just know because they're not in the probable. So <laughs> it's, it's really going to work. No, I don't get it. I don't even, I think they, yeah, I don't even think there's actually that much strategy or thought into who goes into the probables. I think it's like, yeah, just stick with whoever we've been putting. And but do you, or do you think it's actually, actually a misdirection? I don't think so, because who's going to – it's not going to work. It's not like they're. It's not like Nebraska is going to. They could ever fantasize that Nebraska would see those probables and think, "All right, we don't have to game plan for Gabe Arnold now." You think? You think Terry's? In the, hey, 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 Terry. Let's let's put someone else in that we know not going in today. It'll be sweet. We'll trick them. Yeah, I, I don't think it works. And honestly, I think they should have listed Gabe Arnold at two weights, double listed them for both. That's that's how you can. A That'd be sweet if you could wrestle two weights. Well, he, I mean, he could he could go one, he could go the other. He's used the slashes, but a lot a I lot like of teams slashes. don't put their real probables out there. They put some of the guys and some of the not. And yeah, the, the real question really. I think for certain we'll see Gabe Arnold because they they are going to need him in one of those weights. I don't think they would use him against Pinto. Um, I think if they use him, it'll be seventy four and. But that's going to be tough because, man, Pinto might just pin whoever they throw out at 84. If, if they put Aiden Riggins out there, I think it's likely that Lenny Pinto pins him. Yeah. Um, Allred could pin Glazier, too. Allred, it, 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 he has some times where he's maybe not so good, but there's some times where he's on fire. Yeah. He seems like a just a matchup-dependent guy, you know? Yeah. I mean, he lost mm-hmm. to Stout this year, and Stout's taken some L's, but he... I mean, he pinned Volker, but and it was yeah. a pin for Volker sure. Volker pinned himself. But Volker yeah, he pinned he pinned himself. He also, um, 
teched Volker at CKLB. Yes, he did. <laughs> so he's teched so, and pinned. Pretty, pretty, good. pretty tough guy. Yeah, I think, I don't know, this will definitely, well, I was going to say it's been the biggest test of Glazier's season, but he did wrestle an NCAA champion in his last match. Um, wrestled him tough. And he won. He won. <laughs> um, let it not be said that Zach Glazier didn't get his hand raised that match. And there's no Man, additional a lot of context. Say they got a win over an NCAA champion, Christian Piles. Yeah, he's got he's got more than me, that's for sure. So yeah, uh, why don't we just get into this duel because well, it is going to be the duel. Before we well, get yeah, hard... can can we get an oh, okay. international update from Mister International JD Raider? Because you know I I kind of peaked the brackets, but I, I would love some international flavor here Before on the show. That, I want to talk more about probables, Ben. Do you think like coaches should have to follow like? actually report probable lineups yeah i mean it would be nice if there was some type of uh punishment or uh you know retribution for that which i don't see being the case so i think yeah i think i think we're dreaming here did you see uh dave pornoy uh is suing the nfl because um they didn't report joe burrow's injury and he placed like a major bet on the Bengals is that real a while back yeah like a month ago he was, he's filing a civil oh lawsuit. i thought that was a joke I think he actually, or is probably trying to go through with it. Yeah, Man. I mean, I, well, honestly, that is a that is a that is a thing, right? If you're supposed to be, uh, if you're supposed to be forced to do that and you don't do it, and people are betting and losing money because you failed to do something, then that's an issue. I listen. They can report what they want to, but gambling losses should not be involved. Like now, if you what? maybe that's like fight fixing, Christian. I don't think, well, I don't think it, I don't if know. you're required I, to I, I feel like gambling is you just, whatever happens, you are just, that's the risk you're taking. You're betting on a sport. No, like I disagree 100%, 100%, 100%. Now, I think if you used, you know, if you said, hey, you buy a Taylor Swift ticket and you get dang Jessica Simpson, I think then <laughs> that's when you, no, uh, no shade of Jessica Simpson. I'm sure that's she's a w. Jessica sure Simpson, highly attractive but, woman. But... I think, yeah, okay, yeah, you got ripped off there. If you're selling it, but I don't know. No, I don't know, Christian. If there's rules, if there's rules, and people don't apply by rules, there should be consequences. Okay. There's precedent for this, though. Mayor versus Belichick, 2010, a federal court case. The court ruled uh, sports fans don't have a legally cognizable right, interest, or injury on which to sue. When a professional sports team violates its league's rules. Take the L, Dave. <laughs> Suing. Can't believe but I'm that signed. Was, that was pre-legal, uh, like, gambling being widespread legal, so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Also, don't the teams disclose? Is it the NFL? I, mean, I see him in the dock, but I want, some more, I want some more information. All right, on these Zagreb results? Yeah. Yeah. Probably the biggest result happened this morning. Um, or the biggest couple results. Snyder beat Gastonpour, four Solid. to zero. Yeah, it looked really similar to their World Cup match a year ago. Snyder just—he's a lot bigger. He was able to push him out, um, and he got a nice takedown too, which he wasn't able to take him down last time. Um, so that was that was good to see. Gastonpour might be their guy at ninety-seven. There was rumors he was going to go down to eighty-six. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to take out Yazdani, but I would assume this means he goes up to uh, 97. He's good uh, size. McKenna whooped up on Seabass? He whooped up on Seabass for bronze. 
They both lost to Tavanian. Tavanian was just getting uh, getting some revenge, man. He yeah. smoked Sebastian Rivera after Rivera beat him at Worlds in that crazy match. Beat him 10-0 and then McKenna. Well, you know why? He's a recently married man. Who? Tavanian. Oh, that helps. It does help. <laughs> JD's got the extra power. He knows. Yeah, That's right. It helps. I could also tech Seabass. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And every other married person can. <laughs> what are you drinking? Red wine over there or something? Yeah. No, this is a Guinness, actually. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's cold brew. No, it's a Guinness. That's uh, so funny. Um, Marcella right. got bronze. He got teched, like, really bad, really fast by Ramazanov, who's a former Russian. But I thought he looked decent. He looked like an 86-kilo guy. Nice. Jason Nolf beat the Greek, and then he smashed his Iranian. And I saw you said the Greek was good, but, uh, you know, Greece is not known for their good wrestlers. Bro, just that's the guy that beat... Uh, he beat Cotty. He beat Cotty at Worlds. At he Worlds. made the World Semis. Wow. He's for sure good. He gave, Dake beat him 4-1 and was like, this dude was living on Dake's legs, and Dake was not... Oh, counting. I remember that match. He's that's legit. that guy? And, yeah, actually, and actually Greek. Oh, yeah, he's tough. Yeah, he's he's really actually good. Greek? He's actually Greek. He's got a... a Kuga Matsidis. He's like Georgie yeah. Kuga Matsidis or something. I'm probably not mm. saying it super right. Um, <laughs> Wick had a good one uh, with Nakodi this morning, but lost 6-6. Um, yeah, it's so funny how small the, the non-Olympic weight brackets are, because I looked at the 79, and I think it was five, five people. Yeah, like yeah. Ron Robin or something. Ron Robin. And, um, Oh, my God, what's the one guy that Hidley wrestled? Oh, I'm going to go look. I'm blanking. Oh, Kinshadze was back down at 79 because mm-hmm. he looked, you know, it's, it's so, it is so dumb. Kinshadze looks so small at 86 kilograms, um, but he's forced there because he can't make 74. It'd be like that. We thought we were going to hopefully see Mason Paris versus Zarai, but the what? Iranian backup, Masumi, stopped that this morning. He's he beat typical backup. Wait, Masumi beat Zare or what? He beat Paris. Oh, damn. 11 it all. 6. Yep. All right. International. Masumi's update. damn good, though. Take that. He, he is. Yeah. He is. He's, He's not your normal good. backup. That's like yeah. saying, oh, he beat America's backup, Jordan Burroughs. Well, I'd say it's on par <laughs> with like a Gable Mason situation. Mason just won a world medal. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. Let's get let's get to this college stuff. That's why the people are listening. Christian doesn't care about the international. I mean, listen, I I'm no, I'm merely reflecting the will of the people. I know what they want. Man of the people. They want Iowa Nebraska talk, and I'm here for it because this is going to be a fantastic duel. Tense in Carver Hawkeye, I believe. Tell me, is this tomorrow night in Carver Hawkeye Arena live on Big Ten Network? Yes. All right, sweet. It's gonna be actually. The only it is on Pac-12 Network, Ben. <laughs> they got they scooped. They told I'll Iowa. Crying. Don't don't make me cry. They told Iowa like, listen, this is ours now. Mm-hmm. No, it'll be on <laughs> Big Ten Network. But it's actually in Lincoln, not in Carver. Oh, it is. Okay. Ooh, it's gonna get gonna get wild in there. Okay. Are we really doing picks on every single match here? I don't want to no, do... No, not the ones where we're not sure... Let's do Gabe Arnold-Bubba Wilson line. You should have a line for that. We should pretend that's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, fine. Okay. Sure. All right. 
Even though I think Patrick Kennedy could beat Bubba Wilson. Well, then 84 should be Riggins versus Pintos, meh. Yeah. Uh, Van D versus Teske, I don't know about that one. Oh, come on. Dig deep. Don't try to eliminate it. Listen, you're just you're just hoping by a sheer number volume that somehow you can get lucky since you lost every single week this year. You see the tears? <laughs> you see them? No, I don't. I don't see the tears. Uh, I wish I had a zoom feature around. Tyler, hey Tyler, zoom in right there. No. Zoom in on it. Tyler, don't you dare. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, no! Stop zooming. <laughs> Dang on it. You can see the tears. Uh, I'm well dressed though. That's a, mm-hmm. a snappy polo. Hey, listen, Shane Sparks will be mad. We're not wearing warm-ups on the podium. He, that's like his number one pet peeve. No, it's not. Oh, oh, he's a. Big Are you kidding me? He's like, guy. don't wear jeans. Like, represent is, yourself and your community well. Yeah, he, dude. That's honestly on the Mount Rushmore of like things that get Shane Sparks fired up. Like. Not wearing a warm-up on the podium drives him okay. crazier than anything. But hold on, Christian. There's no way that there's a Mount Rushmore of Shane Sparks getting upset about things because it would need to be significantly more than four things. Well, here's the thing. It would need to be like Shane 27 Sparks, things. That's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because one time he did a, a Mount Rushmore of Big Ten wrestlers and he actually added additional faces because he couldn't narrow it down to five. <laughs> that's that's not true. a joke. That happened. So he has a very... I remember. Uh, it's a fluid Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's fluid. It's uh, it's it's more of an emotional thing than something that's you know etched in stone, which yes. Mount Rushmore is. Yeah, he had five on his like greatest Big Ten wrestlers or something because he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't decide between like Logan Steber and someone else. So, anyways, Mount Sparkmore has five. Anyway, we're moving on to Iowa, Nebraska. I think it's going to be tough. I think Iowa's going to have to use their true freshman here if they want to win. Yeah. Um, do we just want to go in match order? We want to bounce around? Where do we yeah, think? Let's go, let's go match order. All right. 125, banger. Hawks, I think they need this one. Um, they need it. They need it. They Drake Ayala versus Caleb Smith. These two wrestled at the NC2A tournament in 2022. Caleb Smith was a 5-2 winner, I think, a three-point winner. And I think Drake's gotten better. I think Smith's gotten better. It's going to be a tough one. Um, it'll, to me, it'll come down to what Drake's able to do late in the match. I think he's going to have a hard right. time with the speed of Smith getting to his legs early. I think he's going to have to hand fight him hard and try to open him up late. Maybe ride. I don't know. I'm going. I Drake. think Drake's been good this year. I'll I, go Drake Ayala. I am too. I ha. am too. Daggone it. Hey, before we get to the next match, wait, JD, what's your pick? I want to go Drake. But, uh, WrestleStat has this a three-point win for, for Caleb. Ooh. Smith has been really good this year, but He's I think Drake good. has gotten better as well. Um, I'll, go, I'll go Drake. Man. Man. Hey, before Mail we it. get to the rest of the picks... We talked about Iowa using the freshman, but I mean, if, if we're saying Gabe Arnold has two two dates left, right? They have Oklahoma State, they have Penn State, they have Michigan, they have Minnesota. Like, there's that's kind of like which one are you gonna pick? Because you only got two. Just uh, use it. Here's tough. the thing. I, it's a. I said this in the video. It's a simple question. 
Does Iowa want their best lineup this year? If they do, they have to start Gabe start Arnold. Him. They have to start him at 174, period. If you don't use him, you do not want your best lineup. So I think you just use him. Of course, they have the advantage of it. if something bad happens, if there's an injury, if there's X, Y, and Z reasons, he can't continue with the year. It's good to have the ability to pull it back. But I think in a week or two, it's going to be Gabe's going to be out there and wrestling. I think he should be at least. Um, yeah. If they want their best lineup, if they don't, they can use Kennedy, and Kennedy's very solid, and he will qualify and maybe win a match or two at NCAs. But if you're trying to score meaningful points at 174. It's not going to be with a 65-pounder in Patrick Kennedy. Yes, I would agree. Um, so, Brody Teske, Jacob Van D. Three and a half I point favorite. Tell you, I've only watched one Jacob Van D match, so I ha- I'm going to have a bad gauge on this one. Okay. Tell me more about him, Christian. No, this is war. <laughs> this is yeah. war. Oh, this this is everything to me, Ben. This is my Super Bowl. I know that's why you're crying in the picture. My Christmas. <laughs> it's everything wrapped into one. Oh, so he lost to Brody Teske at the Soldier Salute. He's lost to Julian Farber twice. Uh, we have three and a half points, only lost by one point last time. Hmm. And he did beat Colin Shaver. I- I'll take I'll take Van D with the points. All right. And Teske does seem to like close matches. I don't know what his deal is He's with close, close matches, but he seems well. to like him pretty close. For that reason, I'm going Van D. Teske to win, Van D to cover the points. This three and a half is kind of a lot. Kind of a three point takedown is really tough because if you go two and a half, yes. like, I mean, he, a, a takedown wins it. Or like covers. Change it to two and a half. No. Do it. No. <laughs> change it. Change it. No. <laughs> Fine. Um, hey. Are you trying to are you trying to affect the bookie here? Because that's I think that's a federal crime. Oh, you you can't you can't lean on a bookie every now and again. I'm, I'm, think so. I'm just saying my piece. All I'm doing is making my opinions known, <laughs> you know. And he can do what he wants to do, and I'm going to do what I want to do. I'll t- give me Brody to cover. Fight me. Okay. All right. Brody by four. That's a lot of points for young Brody, but I believe. Real Woods versus Brock Hardy. Mm. This is so That's tough because not only their their rivalry has run the gamut of differential, point differential. Yes. It was super close in the duel last year, and then at NCAs it was a major Super decision. close to Big Ten finals, too. Yeah. And uh, then Real blew him out at Big Ten or at NCAs, right? Killed him. Major. Uh, and then you, on the heels of Brock Hardy losing... Uh, to to Kale Happel. I'll take and three point takedown. They are going to use three point takedown in this duel. I have that confirmed. I'm I'm going to say Pac-12 Network where takedowns are two points. Brock, yeah, Pac-12 Network ran a graphic that said takedowns are worth two, and near fall is two or four points. Listen, I said Pac-12 yeah. Network is the future. They're already looking ahead to future rules. I got Brock covering. Whoa. I'm going to take real. Brock has been off and on this year. Maybe had not some of the greatest performances. I think there is a possibility he has a skill set to keep it close, but I think real uh, takes him down, maybe tilts him up, wins by more than this three and a half. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Hardy 
coming off a loss to Happel. I'm kind of going bounce back match for Brock. I, uh, I don't know. I think you're regretting your pick right now, Christian. Well, I, I didn't pick him to win, for the record. But it's picks him to cover. I'm going to go four is a lot. I feel like it's like a three or four point win. Terrible line. I'll go Woods to cover. Okay. Um, hey, uh, we also didn't talk about the fact that Tom Brand says they have, uh, at this point in time, they have no sec, no one joining the program second semester. It's kind right. of what we suspected. What do you make what? of it? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know about Anthony. I don't know why he wouldn't. Well, at this time means right now. They're not on the team. Yeah. I mean, at that time, it would be true. And in a week, it could be, you know, the case that he's not. Um, if he could be cagey. They could add Anthony. I don't know what the deal is. I don't expect AJ to join the team this year. I know that. Okay. The semester starts in five days, so they got to be yeah. on there at some point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my opinion. But I don't know. 149, Ratchy versus Lovett. Four and a half point favorites for Ridge. I got Ridge covering said, this. I got Ridge covering, but uh, I feel like there is a potential that Ratchy keep, keeps it close and competitive um, and just doesn't let... Because Ridge sometimes doesn't have the ability to go attack all that much, so... I hope that's not the case. If Ridge doesn't get a turn, this one could be close. But I've got Ridge going like two takedowns to none and a riding time point to cover this. It depends if Caleb Ratchie understands the assignment. If he's like, all right, I need to be, I got to be careful here. I can't go firing on this guy like crazy because... He's probably not going to fire a bunch of leg attacks on me, as Ben mentioned. So, for that reason, you know, if he plays it a little close, hand fights position, I, I could see Ridge not getting to him. Now, do you go under yeah. Ridge Lovett? I don't recommend that. I think I would be a. I think yeah, I'd be. He's not going to do that. Are you crazy? What? He's not going to do what? Caleb Ratchie's going to choose down? I would not be surprised if he does. Come on. Well, wow, Ridge Lovett is like a backpack. Remember how hard he rode DeSanto when he was I, a freshman? I agree with you. 100%. And I'm saying he shouldn't, but if it's a 0-0 zero to zero match, it would not surprise me if I he think does. if he knows the assignment, he'll take neutral. Um, but all that being said, I think one exchange could do it, could get it for Ridge. I think one opportunity on top could do it. Um, four and a half is a lot, but Ridge, is, Ridge has been really good this year. Yes. What's his normal like margin of victory? Also, <clears throat> excuse me. It's uh, quite Ridge? a bit. Yeah, I think feel like he's been beating guys soundly. Fourteen and 64 percent bonus. His decisions are he had five one against Alec Martin. That's a pretty good comp for. Yeah, Ratchie, that's a good comp honestly. right there. Um, seven one against Kale Ranavardi. I don't know him that well. And that's a, a that's a, another similar He had a 1-0 against Jeffrey Boyd. Yeah, what is this? I just saw that also. That was on, okay, I was at the Navy Classic. Navy Classic. International Waters. It's very much a gray area if that <laughs> counts. I think it counts. That's, that's not a good result right there. I don't know if it counts. Yeah, but Then okay. you go 11-0 over D'Amelio and 11-1 over Gilcher. Like, 
Damn. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, I think that's what happens when your very solid counterattacker and solid on top, and if you don't get your opportunity on top and the guy's not firing attacks, kind of like we said, yeah. sometimes you get those yeah. really close matches. Yeah, like where the guy never gives right. himself a chance to win, but he keeps it close. Yes. Um, all right. There's a good chance Caleb just understands the assignment here, and it's it's tight. But I'm I'm saying I think Ridge figures it out. One exchange, one time. The dual meet, it's going to matter a lot. Um, and honestly, I think this duel very likely could come down to the bonus point differential. And I think if you're just doing the you know napkin math here, he should know, all right, we should have an advantage. I do think that Nebraska has a potential bonus point advantage here, right? Oh, yeah. In this duel or in this yes, match? in this duel. Oh, easy. So, that being said, they need to take advantage of the advantage. I mean, what, which, which matches? Real. Did Iowa act? No, no. Real, okay, which is, and they've had really, really close matches before. Besides that one, what other ones do they even have a possibility of bonus? Teske, at? for sure. You think so, Teske? Mm, I, mm, I don't know. All right, well, I'll say this. I mean, po possibility, yes, but not likely. I mean, Unlikely. Uh, he, he lost, Vandy lost 8-1 to Farber. Um, he's lost 10-4. These are not, I, know, I realize these are not, They're not major bonus. decisions. They're not bonus. But he beat Schriever, who started over Teske one time. Well, he wanted the match. I mean, I'm just saying, okay, when you compare that to uh, Ratchy versus Lovett or uh, Pinto versus Aiden Riggins or Aldridge versus Glazier, I, I feel like it's kind of one-sided. No, I, I, I mean, I, I said it's an advantage, but yeah. there are, yeah. I think there are reasonable opportunities for Iowa. Okay. Similarly, but not as yeah. good as Nebraska's. But I have Ridge covering the four and a half. Mm-hmm. 57, I, Frantic Rob, pick him. I feel very confident in my pick, but I'll let Ben go first. Ooh, very you confident. Got it. I mean, if you're going to say that, you've got to be picking Jared Frantic because given what happened last week with Peyton Rob, No. Oh! That was, that was a questionable performance. And uh, given that, I'm also going to pick uh, Jared Frantic just like you are. Nope, I got Peyton Rob. Really? Why? Under what? Under what reasoning? Because he beat him. Bounce back. Something? Bounce back. Bounce back match. I'm a big. You love the bounce. I back. love the bounce back. Um, water returns to its level, Benjamin. And I think Peyton, on the whole, over the last two years, has been better than Jared Frannick. I know he lost the NCAs. He also <laughs> had a flesh eating disease. And I don't know. And I also don't know what was going on in this UNI match. Why did he just let him go? He just let him go. I, so. I think I mean, I don't know. I think Rob gets this match he back. Let him off the hook. He also beat Frantic last year at the first duel. I thought yes, I remember that. He so did. he was one and one against him last year. Yep. I've got Rob. I feel I actually feel good about it. Rob Zombie. I'm going Rob Zombie with zero confidence. Nice. That one truly is a, a toss. It is a it's, it should be a pick 'em. Absolutely. I just, my gut was Rob immediately. Caliendo versus Antrell Taylor. Also, uh, shameless plug, Peyton Rob just on Bader's show. It was good, so go give a listen. Did he talk about the end of that match against Ryder Downey? No. Yes, we did. Yes? 
The Rob, I didn't Rob Brian Downey. Downey. We talked oh, about okay. that. I know. We did. We, I was talk, he was talking about the Bader show, and then I asked him about it. 65, Michael Caliendo versus Antrell Taylor. Caliendo, four-and-a-half-point favorite, says James. Hmm. But what did I say? Four-and-a-half. I say feels like a lot, Antrell Taylor. I, he's tough, and he keeps it closer than that. I wanted to say that. I considered saying but, that. But, but. Well, there's some, there's a result that freaked me out a little bit. Um, he lost 12-1 to Stony Buell. Um, Whoa. What happened there? And 12-9 to uh, Gianno Petrucelli. And that, that gives me pause. I just have to say that gives me a little bit of pause. Now, Buell kept it kind of close against Caliendo, uh, well, 6-1. So it's just a comparison, but it, yeah. it gives me pause. Uh, but I think dual meets, I think things tend to tighten a little in duels. So that's the yes. one thing that swung me back the other way on the Caliendo, but Antrell covers. So I'll go Antrell covers this, but I don't know. I'm going Caliendo. You know, I think uh, I went Nebraska and some of these other ones. Caliendo... Feels like Iowa needs a spark. He comes out there. He's working for bonus points. Doesn't get him, but he, he wins by five to seven. Mm-hmm. I feel really good about this next one. One seventy four. Gabe Arnold. Ben never picked. Oh, sorry. I picked. I picked Angel Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Arnold versus Bubba Wilson. We're just saying that's gonna be the match. We don't know for sure. Gabe is not listed in the probable, so maybe he won't. Uh, but three and a half point favorite for Gabe Arnold. I feel great about Bubba covering this one. Arnold loves a yep. one takedown match um, against against a, a good guy, a solid guy. He keeps it close. A hundred percent. Can I ask you the question here? Uh, surely Patrick Kennedy beat Bubba Wilson last year. Why do we need to start? Uh, why do we need to waste one of our uh, attempts on Gabe Arnold? Maybe you're right. Um, he had to have because they were both at, they were both at 65 last year, and Bubba Wilson was not nearly as highly ranked as Patrick Kennedy. I'm oh sure my gosh, he majored him. He did major him. Where'd you so, find? Oh yeah, right there, 12-4. You're starting Patrick Kennedy, right? Maybe so. I think you are. I just figure use him. Wait. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I think. Well, I think I, I you know I outlined all the other important duels they have, and I think this is one you say. Patrick, buddy, you majored him last year. Surely you can do the same thing again, right? And it's yeah, not like maybe you're right. Um, you know he's got a loss to Aishans. He lost him to Voss. Uh, Noah Mulvaney beat him. Uh, Avery Bassett beat. It's like uh, he's not that much better than he's not that much, if any, better than last year. Dang, maybe you're right. Yeah, and Bubba, I think Bubba Patrick is Kennedy. in a similar boat to Kennedy in that he wanted to go 65. Antrell bounced him out. Kennedy wants to go 65. Caliendo bounced him out up a weight. Yeah, maybe you're right. Mm. My thing, though, the if you really feel like you're going to use Gabe, just use him. You'd really kick mm-hmm. yourself if you went with Kennedy and he lost this match and you lost the duel because of it. When it's pretty, pretty straightforward, your best lineup is with Gabe Arnold in it. Yeah. So put your best lineup out there. Yeah, I think it's good experience for Gabe. Um, 
Maybe that doesn't matter. I feel like it probably does. I don't know. Now, now I'm, uh, I'm questioning everything. <laughs> but we can move on. Iowa hasn't lost to Nebraska since, like, 2006. Somebody wow. was saying in the chat. Like, if you really feel like you're going to use Gabe, do you, like... Honestly, Excuse Christian, me. you're right, though. They should just start Gabe Arnold at this point. Like, yeah. Why, why are we messing around here? I mean, Jesus. That's what I'm saying. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah. He's obviously ready. Um, yeah. And I think the more and more, uh, it, it's showing more and more that being older in call dressing isn't the advantage we used no. to think it was or it used to actually no, be. No, heck no. Highly Some overrated. of these six-year guys are mailing it in. Exactly. Yeah. Smoke him if you got him. He's ready. He's going to place high. Like, why waste this year? Like, it's almost now like a waste of a year if he's ready to compete at a high level like this mm-hmm. to put, potentially maybe be at that level in five years. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of where I'm at. That's why I think they should use him. The only thing is, like, if Tom Brands is like, we have not lost to this team since the Bush administration, so <laughs> we should use Kennedy at 74 and bump Gabe at 84 and let and him do the Iowa State bump. And yeah, do the no that that's your logic right there. That's so that, your logic because you could get win seventy four and eighty four. Or very you you know Pinto is gonna put a thumping on any other eighty four not named Gabe Arnold. So if you're like yes. we cannot give a bonus at eighty four, Gabe I think actually if he can handle the power of Lenny, which is prolific, it's a I competitive think he, match. I, I think, think it, I think it could be competitive. I think yeah. Lenny is going to have a harder time. He's not going to be able to, like, upper body him, I don't think. I don't think he's he's not the most, you know, he's going to have a hard time getting in on his legs. Gabe would love to just take one head outside shot, finish, yeah. and, you know, yeah. let that be and the match. Lenny Pinto has been all over the place from a results standpoint. I remember he was in the um, U20 86 kg bracket last year. I thought, oh, man, Lenny Pinto's in there. He's going he's gonna to kill these high school kids. And he didn't even do that well. I think he maybe didn't even place potentially. You you love referring back to freestyle, like U twenties. Like it's I like a very it. great data point. I'm sorry I didn't have other data points. <laughs> the fact that Lenny Pinto is the number three NCAA ranked wrestler and can't place at the U twenties that is relevant. I'm gonna go find who we lost to since you're being so sassy. I'm not being sassy. <laughs> now you take back that sass comment. I'm just pointing out. I'm like I don't know. I've I just would rather look at his his NCAA results. You know, he beat. Well, those have been sketched too. I don't remember which match, but he beat Fishback four one. He beat Plot. I think that's more more relevant, and and also like, my main rationale for that is he was way up and down all last year at NCAA for his NCAA season. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but I but my point here is that he's only lost to Kekaisen, who's the runaway number one, and Plot, who is, you know, a, a fixture. And he's also right. beaten Plot. So I feel like he's been very consistent this year. Leonard Pinto did not place. He lost to Braden Thompson in the front side. That wasn't that bad because he had great pre-style results. But he got tech followed by Justin Rodemacher on the backside. Ooh. That's rough. Ha. I'm not, I didn't say he did good. I didn't say. Okay. I, I'm just like, wow. Put it this way: If he was wrestling Justin Justin Rodemacher, would you make that a pick him? Would you make him the favorite? No, you totally you would totally dismiss and throw out that result. Full stop. You would. Mm. Yes, you would. There's no mm. way you would. Con- there's no way you would consider that 
as a relevant data point. You would throw it out. I'd go back and watch the match, and then I'd see him. Probably go back. You're like, are they allowed to do gut wrenches in this? Well, I mean, is, you know, is Ryder Marker gut wrench and release him a whole bunch, or did he have, you know, was he able to get a bunch of takedowns? I don't, I, that's just my opinion. Okay, fair, fair enough. Leonard Pinto. I'm going to watch this. Hey, minute. is TJ Stewart still on the Virginia Tech team? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, I mean, random question. He started the year on the team. He uh, he entered Midlands, didn't wrestle. He forfeited out of the Southeast Open. Um, it's it's, it's not going. It's not going great for TJ. No, so, He's on the roster. So yeah, I mean, he yeah he's been on the team this year. Okay. Um, but they've got they've got a couple tough guys at eighty four. They got Sam Fisher. They've got Dakota Howard. Um, and I don't think he can. I don't think he can beat those guys. I don't. I honestly don't know when he's going to see the lineup for for Virginia Tech. Yeah, he's one and one this year. Wrestled at one ninety seven. Um, he won against. He won against. <laughs> he majored Justin Rodemacher. <laughs> Stop. What are the odds of the two matches what he wrestled? Are the one odds? Of and then he uh, he got pinned by Levi Hopkins and forfeited out. Huh. Well, that's by the match I was looking at on uh, the match before Rodemacher wrestled Pinto. Rodemacher beat TJ Stewart. Okay. And that was why I saw his name. He's got his number. Yeah, apparently. All right. Okay. Back to the Iowa duel. I love your guys' idea. You got to plan bumping Kennedy to 74 and Arnold to 84 because if they want to win the duel, that's probably what they should do. Well, it it really it depends on what are your goals out of this duel. Is your goal to really win? Is your goal to win the duel, or are you trying to set up your best lineup for Big Tens and NCAAs? Right. And yeah. To me, wrestling Gabe makes more sense for that, and thinking more long term. But if you're like, we need to win this duel, one match is not that big of a deal for Gabe to go up. Go go wrestle Lenny Pinto tough. We need you, Gabe. I don't know. It is it is kind of annoying that. Um, the the bump, dual meet bumping doesn't happen that often, and a lot of it is because of probably Big Ten and NCAA seeding. And so, if you want, you know, Gabe to get a higher seed, he's going to wrestle these matches at seventy four. But you know, he didn't wrestle the Iowa State one at seventy four. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess for long term, you're right. The best the best is that. I just don't know that that's what's going to happen because yeah. Kennedy and Riggins are not beating Lenny Pinto. And then again, Big Ten. I mean, a Big Ten seed, even an NCAA seed, is that really? Is that going to make it or matters? Break? Yeah, it does it though. Uh, to, at least to a lot of these coaches, it absolutely matters, hundred percent. Yeah, maybe. Um, okay. So I man, we kind of got stymied at seventy four about like who freaking is going to go. All right. So what what picks are we doing? Are we doing? I said I said that Wilson covers against Gabe. <laughs> But now I don't know. What I think if- that's not good. I don't think he. I let's go. Okay, let's do this. Bubba Wilson versus Gabe Arnold or Patrick Kennedy. Same line. Three and a half. Man. Kennedy majored him last year. What if What if Justin Rademacher wrestles? Then what do we do? <laughs> we have to be prepared all right. for all variables. All right. Bubba Wilson versus either one of those guys. I have Iowa covering the three and a half point line against either one of those opponents. Well, I'll, I'll say Kennedy covers and Arnold doesn't. 
No, you're not allowed to pick that. It's Wilson I, or Iowa. They're not the same person. You're not allowed to do that. You, Follow the rules. CP uh, wants information out, but if you gamble, that this is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens, Christian. <laughs> this, you got to take some risks. No, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't. I would not play the game if I didn't have assurances. Well, that that's what uh, it was saying. He wouldn't have placed that bet if. Uh, if he would have known that, um, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. This is me not placing. The, this is me not placing the bet because Coward. I have a little bit of oh, foresight. So, all right, so we're not picking seventy-four because Christian's scared. Okay, got <laughs> it. Who eat that pick? Now I really want. No, okay, fine. Give me, give me Iowa to cover. Yes, there we go. Iowa to cover. Dorks. <laughs> uh, Aiden Riggins or Gabe Arnold versus Lenny Pinto. Um, well, so now this, not okay, this, this one, this one there's a huge discrepancy. Now this is where it gets scary because he's going to smash Riggins. It's going to be close to Arnold. So this is, you know, the last one. I think Iowa covers no matter what. This one's a little sketch. Let's not do eighty-four. <laughs> That's too crazy. <laughs> That's too crazy. If, All right. Okay, listen, if if you lead it, you lead. If Kennedy covers or doesn't, or if Arnold doesn't cover. I'm suing the NFL. <laughs> and I'm, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, your name's gonna go down there too, Ben. I'm gonna sue the Ben NCAA? Askren. You mean the NCAA? No, the NFL, Ben Askren, and the NCA. I'm suing them all. <laughs> they should have done something to stop this. What about no. the University of Iowa putting out bad probables? They're fine. They you're do not what they them? do. It's not their fault. You guys pressured me. Hey, 97. Zach Glazier versus Silas Allred. Well, is that's this a, a lot of points right there, six guys. And a half six and a half is what I meant line. Six and a half. Is it a trap line? Trap line, though. Um, pen covers. Hmm. A pen does cover. Silas is a point scorer. Even I like that he can, he can generate, and he can also really – he's a good counter scorer. He's kind of tough on top. Man. It feels like to me – Glazier is going to cover unless he gets pinned. I don't know what it feels like to me. I don't feel like that. I don't. I would be stunned if he got pinned. I would be too, which is why I'm going Glazier. I don't want to do that too. Do you no, realize? I'm going, I'm going all red. The, the, the Mark Manning with that beautiful head of gray hair is going to say, we need you, buddy. Go, go light the world on fire. It's polar bear white now. <laughs> beautiful hair. Right I there. thought it. When he he went from like a cool gray, now it's white. I thought he died at what long. was it like two years ago? He went all of a sudden. It was like the next season. It was just silver. It, it was white. like what happened? It was so white. I thought he died at blonde. <laughs> it looks awesome. Um, so just a little bit of the, the to push back on Silas a tad. He got tech seventeen one by Jacob Cardenas, uh, ma- majored by Tanner Sloan. He lost in sudden victory to Luke Stout. He's had decisions against Sonny Sasso. Uh, and Levi Hopkins, who I think are fair comps for young. He could win by seven. Young Zachary, he can win by seven, and I'm still, yeah. Uh, I WrestleStat has this as a major. I'm pretty sure for Silas. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do because Mark Manning's gonna give him the, the pep talk. We we need this. We need these bonus right now. They might not at that point. If if uh, oh, depends on if the If Pinto pins Rodemacher. You know, then all bets are off. I'm going to go... 
I'll go Glazier covers. Assignment under assignment understood. Heavyweight. We better get the football boys. That's all I'm saying. It's gotta be Ben Keeter versus Nash Hutmacher. It's what it's, we want. It's so fair. They're both coming off football season. You know, they're not gonna be in the best of shape, but they're definitely the best heavyweights on their team. I Absolutely. hope this match happens. I have no idea who would win. I think it's not going to. You think it's not going to? I think it's too good to be true. Nash is so big. The he is he is enormous. He made Mason Ding look like a ninety-seven pounder out there. He looks very he, large. He's big boy. But you can't, man. He I think he would pin Bradley Hill. I think that's possible. But then again, Bradley Hill's kind of tough. Can he make life a little hard for him? I don't know. This See, one's scary because we do not have very much data on uh, Nash Hutmacher. We have um, zero matches for Keeter. And we have nothing for Keeter. Let's just not do this one. <gasps> That's why I feel like we're going to get Bart Harley Andrews versus Bradley Hill. Man. We might get that I don't too. think. No, I think. I feel certain we're going to see Hutmacher here. I would bet. Well, why didn't Nebraska use him against um, you and I? I mean, Tyrell is pretty, pretty tough. I, think, I know. And Ben Keeter isn't. Ben Keeter has wrestled zero college matches. Um, Tyrell Gordon has beaten a lot of really good dudes. He has a, um, he's been wrestling all year long. I think it's very different than wrestling Ben Keeter. We have no idea how good Ben's going to be in college. True. We could guess, but it's, you know, we've seen him in freestyle. He's really good. We've seen him Iowa high school, but I don't know. We haven't seen him against a lot of. The elite of the elite. I'm not sure. I mean, I think he. I think ultimately Ben Keeter would probably be a better college wrestler than Nash Hutmacher, but I don't know what he is today. I know he's he's going to be a lot smaller, and he's not going to be in shape. I don't know. But there's a, there's a reality where Man, Ben Keeter's too, just like too many, all over too his Too many legs. variables here. Not a pick em. Wow. <laughs> fine. So, all well, right, fine, Christian. We'll, we'll it, do it. Pick right now. You got to pick. Nebraska wins or Iowa wins at heavyweight, and it's a pick em. I'll go... <laughs> I'll go Nebraska wins heavyweight. Ooh. I'll go Iowa wins heavyweight. I don't know. <laughs> Jay, what are you going? I mean, if Ben wrestles, I'm picking Ben. Really? Yeah. If, It'll be a lot. I think Bradley Hill beats uh, Bart Harley Andrews also. I, I think Bradley Hill beats Bart Harley Andrews, but I do think we see the polar bear. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm taking Hutmacher over Hill. But I'm taking Keeter over Hutmacher. Oh, my goodness. So many variables. Bro, I'm dead that he calls him Bart Harley Andrews, and he has no <laughs> idea why we call him that. I have no idea at all. It's from Tell the show, me. I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> I mean, explaining this skit is just going to be hilarious. But yes. There's a, there's, a, there's a beauty pageant for baby of the year, and there's a baby called Bart Harley Jarvis that is, like, the most despised baby ever. And there's all, it's very funny. And if you've seen the show, you're laughing right now that Ben is just saying Bart Harley Andrews. That's like my Steve <laughs> Bowman Chevy Dodge bit. That was a great one. That was a good one. Ben Honus Green Ellis. Mm-hmm. Okay. F you, Bart Harley. This is going to be uphill for the Hawks. Uphill, for sure. So I didn't set a, a team point line, but who we think wins? I think if... If Iowa says we're winning this duel, we're using Kennedy and Gabe, I think that could swing it. 
I and think, Ben. I think they say it, and they do it, and similar to Iowa State. So I think Iowa wins. They pull it off. And I is think... Gabe Arnold actually pulled out a red shirt then? Like, are they just going to say, we're going to do this? Because that's what they should be doing. They should say, Well, they won't say that do. because it they wouldn't don't have be. To. Yeah, they don't have to. And they're not going to. They're not the type of team that says that Spills information before. Yeah. yeah. Before they have to. They keep the beans in the can. I think. <laughs> I'll say this. If. How'd you get the beans above the Frank, though? If Patrick, Gabe, and Ben all wrestle, I think the Hawks win. Mmm. So this is this is the plan. Will they follow okay. it? If they use Gabe at eighty four, are you would you think then that they're leaning towards redshirting him altogether? No. 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 No says James. No. I say if they use him, there that makes it more likely that they're going because they're going to need him for those other matches. I mean, we I, Penn State, uh, Michigan, uh, Oklahoma State. There's a bunch of other solid matches for him. True. All right, we've got some other... That'll pin- be really interesting, the Penn State duel, to see if Gabe is still an option, where they use him in the lineup. Oh, my. If they don't use him for Storaki, I'm going to be annoyed after that trash talking last year. Or Storaki. Either of those guys. I don't know him. You don't know him? Well, he thinks you're a blowbag. <laughs> I don't even know what that... I don't know what that is either. But Storaki is going to be... Uh, He's gonna be fired up to try to to fight Gabe Arnold, so that'll be a lot of a lot of emotions in that match. It'll be so much fun. Yeah, actually, brief brief uh, pause in the pickums. If you guys didn't hear Travis Whitlake, you talking about Starachi reminded me. Travis oh, yeah. Whitlake, crazy. He's working on his truck back home in Coos Bay, and the truck falls off the jack, crushes uh, his like falls on top of him, crushes his leg, breaks his femur. And um, his career is done. Horrible, horrible thing. He's going to be expected to make a recovery and everything. And is doing well considering the circumstances. But really sad end to, the, to his career and really freakish thing. Um, but, yeah, so wanted to mention that and that, you know, thoughts are with Travis and the Beavers. And as he uh, looks to recover, there is a GoFundMe. We've retweeted it. It's already raised like $80,000, so if you're able to contribute to that, um, I know it'll go to a, a good cause, so hope it like, has a full recovery there. Okay, unpause. Back to the picks. Oklahoma State versus Pitt. This is kind of a, a you put two in here, but there's quite a few good duels, like Heller versus, um, oh, who's their 65, uh, Olenek. That could be Olenek. fun because they're really scrambly dudes. But you got 41 here, tagging Jamison versus Cole Matthews. Jamison, two and a half. Cole Matthews, he can keep it close. Cole Matthews. But, but everyone says he keep it close, but he's kind of got blown out in a couple matches this year, too. Yeah. So which Cole Matthews band do we get? You're going I Cole? I think it's Cole Matthews. I think uh, Jamison's got a hard time uh, scoring on him, as many people do. Cole Matthews got blown out by Etchemendia, but he decided to go over under and lock it up. And I don't think... I don't think that Tag and Jameson has those weapons. What about Ethan Miller? Because he, I think, majored Cole. That could have never happened. Okay. Wyatt Henson <laughs> beat him 7-2. to two. Brother Bear. Jameson looks good, too. He's freaking tough. Two and a half points? Brennan Van Hoek beat him by four. 
Give me tagging. Mm. This is not, I mean, this is an example of something we just talked about, but uh, Cole Matthews is probably having his worst year in uh, the last few, uh -huh. and it's his sixth year. What's up with Jesse Mendes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I just looked at his record. I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> He's 8-8. Eight eight. What the freak? Oh, my gosh. I know. I almost felt bad putting this one in here. I hey. really like Cole. Perspective is everything. If the Washington Commanders were 8-8 eight and eight at any point in the season, that would be great. So... <laughs> Think about oh that. My God, I gotta go take All him. Right. Yeah, he can't change his though. Eighty-four. Change. I, I won't change. Cole Matthews, I believe in you. Now remember, Cole. People still Less care about did. your results, so I want you to put your full effort out there. He's given his full effort. That I'm sure of. No, that's why these six-year guys suck sometimes because they just like, eh, I'm almost done. I'm gonna pack it in. That's totally why. So don't okay. be so sure about full effort, but. I'm asking him on national radio right now, full effort, Cole Matthews. Let's freaking do this. International radio, yeah. <laughs> How many countries are we listening to in, JD? I haven't looked at the thing because I always forget what. Um... It's like a few. Hundreds, hundreds of countries. Are you a guys lot allowed of them radio like in Iran? One stream. Over 100, huh? A lot of are them only have like one stream. That's okay. Like one person listening in Lithuania or something, but. Yeah, that's fine. It's, we are prestige worldwide. We start we start grassroots in Lithuania. Then we then we grow. <laughs> All right, next one. Dustin Plot versus Reese Heller. Plot four and a half point favorite, says James. It's kind of a lot of points. Feels feels like a lot. Heller's tough. Scrambly. I feel like he could give I feel like he could give Plot some. He's a funky fresh fish. camper, him and the brother. You said they, they never shut up. They talk way too much. And every year I'd be like, ah, I'm not letting you guys come back next year. You guys talk too much. And then every year I'd let them come back. Because, you know, they're kind of funny. But then, like, when you're trying to coach, it's annoying. when they, Even though they're a little bit funny, they just won't yeah. shut up. Uh. That's a thing that happens. I, I know this in parenting, specifically my son Caleb, is, like, when they're funny but you're trying to, like, correct them, it, it can be tough because you can kind of break mm -hmm. a little bit. I'm sure that happens with Ozzy all the time. How are you not laughing at him constantly? <laughs> no, I flipped out this morning. <laughs> Freaking, he's supposed to be married for school. And I go by his room three times. He's looking at the damn Pokemon cards every single time about their their health or their, their damage that they can cause. It's like, God, stop looking at the Pokemon cards. Freaking get ready. You calling uh. it Pokemon is just incredible. <laughs> That's so funny. So uh, hey, for uh, I mean total total aside here, but uh, one of his friends for Christmas got him some of these knockoff Pokemon cards, like all the good ones, but they're not actually the good ones. He's so pumped about it. That's great. <laughs> little, little kids will fall for anything. He's in kindergarten <laughs> now, right? He thinks that I mean at least he said if it says that they got three hundred twenty health, they got three hundred twenty health. Doesn't matter if it's a knockoff or not. Man, you need to you need to get him around Bray's kindergartner. Those two would be. They're both savages. I think that could be a, a, a good play date because they go he crazy. He loves the Pokemon also? No, he just loves, he's like a big, he loves sports and fighting and just being a beast. <laughs> All right. Okay. I got Heller covering. Heller or Plot? Heller. Heller covering. But Plot wins by three or four. If he doesn't cover, it's because Funky Fresh Camp did him a total disservice <laughs> and didn't help him technically. <laughs> 
Uh, if we would have been listening more, he would have he would have in, intaken more of the information. I'm mentioning a plot. I saw that I, I saw that my man Reese has some uh, not so great losses this year, and um, I think uh, plot will continue to be aggressive and score more than four and a half more points than Reese Heller. Pitt is just like they're every so often they'll just have they'll just ball out in a dual meet and win one where they're not supposed to. Or... They majored Feldkamp. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about Heller. Okay, Illinois, Ohio State. Dylan Demilio versus Cannon Webster. Webster's another interesting true freshman. He's not out of red shirt yet. I, I think you keep him shirted. You're you're red shirting Lucas. You're red shirting the Bronicles, Um and I think a couple yeah. other tough guys. Illinois is set up to be really tough next year. I think you you like Cannon he's go. He's not quite yeah. ready. Yet. He's, he's, he's ready already done five competitions, guys. He can't. He wrestled the Navy duel, no, North Carolina exactly duel, five. Central oh. Michigan, Missouri, and Midlands. No, he he wrestled, but the the Central Michigan, North Carolina were the same event. Yeah, so it's like same day or same event. He's it's, wrestled in four. Okay, all right. I think you don't use him. I think you don't use him. Well, he, this could be his fifth. Yeah, I mean for this, but I think broadly for the year, don't use him. Yeah. Well, I say use him because I would like to see this match. <laughs> use them here, but just don't use them anymore. <laughs> and send them to the UNI Open. All right, Saturday duels, Cornell Lehigh, sad face, no Vitaly. Wait, so do we know that's not happening or, or what? I mean, I think Vito's hurt. Oh, man, yeah. that is sad face. And he's not cutting down to 33, or 25, I mean. Uh, Fix is not cutting to 25 either. And, oh, you found that out too? I got some inside information. Yeah. He weighed in at 33. People just totally lied about what he weighed in at. <laughs> yeah, one th- Do you know how many people told me he weighed in at 130? For a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, well, what do you think? He weighed in at 130. That means he, he didn't. It's not true. Really? Just straight up lying. It's not good behavior. <laughs> um, he still technically could go down to 125. It's not... But he should be descending soon if he were. And and yeah. to your point, he looks so good in his Kai. Yeah, very good. Okay, so we're gonna do Beard Cardenas. He says Cardenas point and a half favorite over Michael Beard. I've liked what I've seen from from young Michael. What do you think? Uh, I I was actually gonna say Cardenas has looked great this year, and I was gonna go Cardenas. So, I'm going to Cardenas as well. Beard has uh, also been pretty good this year, although he did get whooped by Trent Heidley. Uh, he is undefeated uh, outside of that. Well, Jacob got lost 7-2 to Sloan and 10-2 to Heidley, so he's not without his whoopings. Mm-hmm. Last year they split. I like... I'll take Beard in this one. Especially with points. Oh, yeah. Point and a half. Yeah. Only point and a half. That's, that's nothing point. these days. Point and a half. That's what Stephen A. Smith averaged in, in college his senior year of basketball. I learned that yesterday. There's this, cra- <laughs> there's this, crazy, be- there's this crazy beef between Stephen A. Smith and this guy named Jason Whitlock. And <laughs> Stephen A. Smith went off on this guy for an hour and called him everything but a child of God. It was, in- it was insane. Um, if you haven't got to like check on, it out. Like on ESPN or what? 
Well, no, on Stephen A. Smith has like his own podcast that's off ESPN. Uh, he says he literally called ESPN and his pastor to apologize beforehand of what he was about to say about Jason Whitlock. Because Whitlock like trolls Stephen A. and says like he lies about his like background as a basketball player. Because uh-huh. Stephen A. one time said that he averaged, well, they made fun of him for averaging a point and a half his senior year uh, of basketball in college. And then he said, well, that's because I only played one game that year. And I broke my kneecap, but you can't score a point and a half in basketball in one game. So I don't know what he means. That's there. a lie. So that was a lie. And so Jason Whitlock, I think, just thinks he's a, a fraud about some things. And it's, anyway, it's a, it, was, it was not becoming of uh, e- either of them, I would say. But anyway. Stephen A. Smith, the GOAT, still. Yeah. Forever. He calls him Stephen A. Myth. That's what Jason Whitlock calls him, which is kind of funny. Younger Bastida versus Dayton Pitzer. Three and a half for Bastida. This guy is... Do you remember how close this match was last time? Yeah, three points. But Pitzer was right there to score at the end. Yeah, so I'm going to go Pitzer because he's going to get away every single time Bastida takes him down. Uh Bastida will not choose bottom. Uh -uh. um, And Bastida will get tired in the third period. So I think there's a chance Bastida gets a third takedown, potentially. But I think there's a greater chance that... Uh, that pitcher makes it very, very competitive. He, I think, because he gets taken down third period, it's six six. He rides out it's overtime. I think this is a very competitive match. Yeah, I've got pitcher covering this three and a half. Mm-hmm. Younger has under the radar been one of the most dominant wrestlers in NCAA wrestling he, he, this yeah. year. I would say wrestling good. tweeted out um, the other day. He's. 53-1 to one in takedowns. And the first takedown he gave up was in the very first duel against Cleveland State. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that guy's a legend. He's given so, up one takedown this year? That's it. The very first takedown. Besides that, he scored 53 straight takedowns. Hasn't wow. lost. Been bonusing a lot of people. Pits are very good. So I've got Pits are covering, but... Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he did the classic setup line. Make it really easy. All right, but I am not surprised at all if Bastida covers this. And I think he's, like, coming into stride the way he beat Schultz, too. It wouldn't surprise me if he widens the gap a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Ramos versus Dean Peterson. Ramos, two and a half. This Peterson, 17 ranking spots behind, making him the favorite. <laughs> two and a half points. Man, uh, Ramos is a tough guy to prognosticate. But I can't pick Dean Peterson after his no. loss to um, Tyler Klinsky with the gentleman's name. Klinsky is his name. Uh, I've got I've got Ramos covering this. We are all going to Ramos. Thank God. New Hodge rankings are out. That's, that completes. How I many saw total- this terrible line here. I don't like it. What terrible line? That that you said should Starak your Brooks be number one? There's a there's a number one that's obvious. That's Keegan O'Toole. Well, let's look. I, this is not my article or my work. This um, would be mine. This would be James. He has one non-bonus is when he bumped up to the next weight class to uh, take out a gentleman named Edmund Ruth. That is very impressive, but I still think he's number three as Brooks and Starak have 100 percent bonus. Well, six matches. Brooks only has five matches and they're all bums. Take him out. That's why I went Sirachi number one, because he put it on Makai Lewis. That's fair. Um, I think, I don't know. Um, 
We'll see. Quality of competition has to matter. Record, Keegan is better, technically. Yep, 10-0 10 10 versus 6-0. Um, sportsmanship, it's a tie. <sighs> Dominance. I think Keegan's not a very good sport, so that's I why actually, I put him third. I actually agree. <laughs> and I was just about to say that. I wasn't going to say it, and now I'm courageous enough to say Keegan O'Toole, bad sport. And I think it's, it's not even his fault, and I think we know who to blame. Actually, this does not include Keegan's pin last night. These came out before Keegan's pen, so. Man, mm. and he's all, he's only has one major, and it was 23 to 12. And, yeah, and almost, almost got the tech fall. It's actually like, it should help your, if you decision upper weight against a ranked guy, that's actually a bonus point. That right? is very, like, that's the exchange that's rate. Like, that cannot hurt your bonus point rate if you. No, it, it really didn't. Wait, um, I think you 12, that's a major, it's just not a tech fall. What did I, yeah, I yeah did. that's what he said. What were you saying? I, I think he said 23-12, that should not hurt your bonus rate. Well, no, I, I transitioned quickly to the Edmund. He was just saying thing. even that major was huge. Oh, if you go up a weight. I'm sorry, got yeah, it. Yeah, like his closest match at, the, at 165 is 23-12. to 12. He, is, he is destroying everyone. Um, yeah. It'll Listen, when's that duel? What duel? Against, against Iowa State. In February. Oh, my February gosh. Sometime. Gotta wait forever. Because I think it's February like twentieth or something around there. Missouri goes to you and I first, and then Iowa State a day or two later. Mm. Yeah. So I, ultimately, you need to see more from all these. You know, they need to wrestle more. But yeah, I have Keegan no. actually won twelve seven on Ed Ruth, not Ed's, uh, not eleven seven. I don't don't know why Russell's Ed has it wrong. Mm. I don't either. No. But uh, I, I think. Keegan's dominance. What is Keegan's dominance score if you take out that decision? It's got to be like five points something. It's There's five pins. One, two, three, four, five. And then one, two, three techs and two majors. So, make me do math live on air here, but that's 45. That's 53 divided by 10, 5.3. 5.3, which puts him on par with the next. Those are good. With uh, exactly what Aaron Brooks is, 5.33. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, I, it's, I mean, obviously, I think those two are great, but they have not wrestled hard schedules, even in the slightest. They both um, did the All-Star. They, I would say both Starachi and Brooks have a more impressive win than Keegan. Oh, because I mean, the All-Star? Well, you could argue Edmund Ruth up away is I don't more think, impressive. I don't think. Tanner Sloan? Tanner Sloan? It's a returning finalist. And what was, what was the final not that? have a great year, though. It was by, like, seven points. It was, like, 9-2 to two or something like mm. that. Or, then, no, he bonused him. I think it was 11-2. Uh, to two. And then Carter bonus Mackay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think yeah. it's... Part of this... Um, Who's number four? Is it just really just probably those three? Kirkfleet oh, is Kirk. number four. Oh, Kirkfleet. He does have great bonus. And it's because he bonused Hendrickson. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Who, if it was, if if you don't include that match, would be on here and be very high because he has like nine pins this year, and right. um, it's, it's just he has so he has an absurd dominant score, mm-hmm. which, I mean, technically Man. that doesn't go on their record. So, Man, like, if you look at that, the uh, Penn State's schedule is kind of sorry. Uh, they got Indiana, Michigan, Michigan State, Maryland. 
uh, Rutgers and Edinburgh on there. So they really only have the three tough duels would be Ohio State, Iowa, um, and Nebraska. And if uh-huh. you look at heavyweight, Kirkwood should go 100% bonus into Big Tens. Yep. Very possible. You would think on that schedule. No, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, the Penn State schedule. Like, it's it's light, but light. it just doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah. Well, don't forget, too, a lot of these guys did senior nationals, mm-hmm. which helps, too. Yeah, it's That's tough. not a college competition, and only a couple guys on the roster wrestled it, but it was a really good tournament mm-hmm. yeah. if you did wrestle in it. And they've done well with, you know, very... Although literally the top three guys on this, Thrachi Brooks and Kirkley didn't wrestle in it. Yeah. Anyway, all right, moving on. It also, uh, I went with Sriracha and Brooks ahead of Keegan at this point. It's officially not in the um, criteria anymore, but it still affects voters, uh, past credentials. So the fact that Sriracha is going for title number four, like, mm-hmm. doesn't affect, affect doesn't affect this voter. Does it affect you as a voter, Ben? Uh... No, because in my opinion, I mean, it's clear the, the Hodge Trophy is for that year. It's the best wrestler that year, so yeah. no, it does not affect me. I agree, but just going off a of past precedent where a guy wins his fourth, mm-hmm. goes undefeated. Well, they, like well, They didn't give it to Yanni last year. They're gonna go he didn't and, go undefeated. Yeah, he lost to Gomez. Yeah. yeah. Man, if Starachi and Brooks all go undefeated, they'll, they'll do a double Hodge again, I bet. Yeah, that's what probably like which I hate too. obviously because I think the Hodge Trophy should be for. That's the thing. If, if Keegan has the bonus advantage somehow over those guys, and he would have yeah. wins over Carr and Olnick, Olesnik, sorry. Yeah, he, uh, he Keegan's got an uphill battle uh, because those guys are going for their fourth, and uh, I don't factor it, but you are correct in that it factors in there big time. Um, you know, I think Brooks will have. Uh, he has a tougher weight class. Um, you know, Hydley's going to wrestle him probably pretty close, I would venture to guess. Um, yeah. And there's some other tough dudes in there. I don't know if other people will be able to keep it close to Brooks, but I bet Hydley will. Yeah. I mean, he has both times they've wrestled been really close. Yep. Okay. I don't. Uh, this is a question for Ben, I think. We're doing questions now. What's your opinion on guys taking top now? Noah Certain has either turned or, or gotten riding point in all 11 of his matches this year. Seems like the chance to turn and spend more time in your best position is worth sacrificing the escape point. That's what I've been saying. I think, yeah. ben, ben I think we just went over that Monday on all the, the point uh, things, and we, think, we said for sure you should be choosing top if that's your best position. Yeah, it makes more sense now. Way more sense. Than ever. Can Ben talk about the open palm stance when neutral? What is the point? I've never seen Americans use it, but a few Iranians well, do, like one. Amazad and Masumi. Is it this? Like both these would be open palms. I feel like this. Uh, just we're, we're talking I don't know. Hands Metcalf versus... used to always have that one that was kind of funny where he really had his hands down and up, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, I have no idea. I don't use that stance. I don't, I don't know why people think it's that much better. It I... always seemed uh, highly unnecessary to me. Uh, I have... I don't know. I I can't make a good argument for why I would use it. So I would like someone else who actually does it to make an argument why that should be their stance. Well, if you go open palms, fingers up, you yeah. might be trying to interlock fingers that's, or grab fingers to slow things down. Yeah. I think you're trying to – that's what I thought he was asking about. I feel like that's just guys that are trying to finger And if you're fight. going fingers down, palms up, you probably like to dig underhooks. 
Or you just want to be ready to catch a shot. Exactly. Something. And then normally come up, pull up to underhook instead of like mantis position. That's where it's dumb because you, the the you know between getting your legs back and your shoulder down if someone's shooting on you, like surely you're gonna have enough time to do this. Which I even this kind of a, it's kind of not. I mean, I'd rather put my palm down and then start you know attacking a drag on either side. Yeah. I'm not the yeah. guy to answer these questions. I'm glad no, we have been. I don't know that one. Why do you think Burroughs and others pulled out of Zagreb? Well, you always see guys pull out of these tournaments, these overseas things. Um, Gilman, I, I, I believe, recently had a, another child. Um, so that would make sense. I think that's the case. And also, we've talked about the wait for, for him. It's, I was surprised when he entered. Yeah, me too. And Burroughs, I don't know. Um, could be, I don't know why. I'm also not, could be a weight thing too. I'm also not exactly sure when, um, or how these entries get sent to UWW and or when, mm-hmm. like it could be a thing where a month or two ago, these guys were like, yes, I'm in sort of like, I, I might want to go. Yeah. Put me down. Yeah. Put me down. <laughs> put me down. <laughs> put me down. And then it comes time to actually make that decision. And nah, I've got obligations here or whatever and also the reality okay Nolf's going do i want to give him another look before trials yeah. i'm gonna to have to beat probably jordan will have to beat jason Nolf in all likelihood to get to kyle dake um, oh yeah so i feel like jordan in the past has been someone that's not wanted to give guys a look um if he can if he can help it so mm-hmm. that could be a reason man out of the fun majesty though but if, if you know, if he doesn't put really it out good. there and say we're left to do nothing but speculate, um, so yeah, I'm not sure why they pull out. Rucker seems to have benefited from joining the Big Ten Conference. Nebraska? Question mark. If more why does he assume Nebraska Rutgers is uh, benefiting, Christian? Um, I I think well, I think it is true. Um, I think the okay. results the results have been better. Um, well, the you, difference you, is what conference did Rutgers come from? EIWA. Exactly. There's a difference between the EIWA and the Big 12. Uh-huh. The Nebraska basically went to an adjacent conference, and in terms of program with resources, um, how it's viewed, like there's a difference between the EIWA and Big 10. For sure. It's For a Big 12. Up. Yeah, yeah. That... That helps, but I think it's helped Nebraska, too. I think it helps to be in the premier wrestling conference. I think it helps, probably helped Rutgers more. Um, but, man, you you look at – it's interesting because Coach Goodale got there in, what, 2008, 9, 10, something like yeah. that. 11? Okay. And Nine. they they've been, they were kind of been on the incline since he's been there. And then they got Parati on the podium in 2014, and then – but really, once they were in the Big Ten, that's what they had—the two NCAA champions. They've had really tough teams. They're, the dual attendance is insane. There, I'm not saying that's because of the Big Ten. I think there's a little bit of credit to, to you know, if you're that. Conference. Oh my gosh, 2000, July 31, 2007. Wow, it's been there a while. Um, but I, I think I think it's helped them a lot. I think it's I think it helps Nebraska to be in the Big Ten for sure. Um, but I don't think it helps him as much as it helped Rutgers. And this guy has, I guess, a couple of questions. If more consolidation happens, does Big Ten improve or make it harder for Penn, non-Penn State Iowa? Do they add wrestling affiliates like Big Ten? I don't think we'll ever see Big Ten add wrestling affiliates. 
I don't think it's necessary, and I don't think they would want to. Um, it's always going to be harder for non-Penn State and Iowa teams in the Big Ten and other conferences, in my opinion. What's J.D. Reader's favorite anime? Uh, that would be a question for Video Guy Tyler. Video Guy Tyler would know your favorite anime? No, I'm not a... South Park, I guess. South Park's that, a good that anime. That counts. <laughs> the Lion King was a good anime. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, do you have a favorite anime? Uh, and I thought anime was a specific type of uh, Japanese cartoon. I not... think it's just cartoons are animes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like Simpsons is an anime. Man, I used to watch Family Guy. I can't say I watch it anymore. All right. Well, there you have it. Was it was funny. Rick and Morty? Never watched that. No. Um, this is this one is like, all right, I, if Ben doesn't get it, then we'll move on. But uh, Are you complete, believe me? Complete Burger King of Kings. I believe in you to think deeply, deeper than I. Complete this sentence. Tense. Now, sentence is spelled wrong, but that's okay. For a wrestler, it's better to be or do X than to do Y. How do these priorities change over time, grade school, junior, senior high, college? Do you understand this question, Ben? Yeah, but... I mean, it's it's very open ended. I mean, I could put anything in there, right? It's better to be lucky uh, than good, <laughs> right? Oh, sure, you could do that, right? <laughs> uh, I was thinking more. They're probably talking about like uh, wrestle live or compete wrestle more. live or like cutting weight, for example. Like for yeah. a youth kid, probably shouldn't be cutting weight. But by the time you're yeah. at the senior level, like if you're not making the right weight class, you're not going to have the right amount of success. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could fill those things with fifty different things, probably. Technically, if you cut weight as a youth, you're cutting less weight because you weigh less. So in that way, it, <laughs> might, it might be better, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. You don't think so? All right. No, pass. Okay. So, yeah, that's a tough question, Bobby. I think you could, we could probably have a 10-hour show about this topic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Well, I, I actually like, I actually liked, let's talk about Luke Dreyer. Um so his question is interesting. I don't know that I feel compelled. I, you know, I think in one sense, like, hmm, as a pinner, like, that would be cool. People shouldn't be able to get out of bounds. Um, so he said, I envisioned something similar to when grapplers go out of bounds in jiu-jitsu and are restarted in, a, in as close to the position as they can before going out, not saying that this position should be used for out-of-bounds restarts in wrestling uh, just when injury time. So he's saying just at injury time. But I'm thinking also... If someone goes out of bounds, maybe if like a count has started, you get to start with the same position back inbounds. Like that could be kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it'd be conf- too confusing or too hard, uh, but it does sound semi interesting. Wrestling, especially like college coaches, there's no way <laughs> you would get those two oh not God. to fight when it came to restarting in a position where somebody's on their back and exactly. If they had the arm, where their, you know, hand was at, how, what degree they were exposed. Did you do? They actually do a good job of like saying like freeze where you're at, yes, you know, and here's what we have, and then we're going back to the middle with this same position. You it's know, I mean, when they just the argument I would butt, make for it, and I, I don't, I don't know if I feel super compelled in either direction, but the the most exciting thing in the sport of wrestling is the pinfall. And so if we have more of the most exciting thing that happens happening, that's probably good, I would guess. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Probably. I just listened to a podcast that actually said the home run was at the detriment to baseball, though. 
What? Yeah. Why? That's crazy. They said uh, America became too infatuated with it, and that was part of the reason why the game slowed down in the long run. Losers. <laughs> Which I actually didn't necessarily agree with them, but um, yeah. But you could maybe make the argument that. But I, I just I think it's too complicated to have that restart on your back position in wrestling. I know jujitsu does it. Um, I think it's it, embarrassing when they do jujitsu. I can't stand it. They drag them out really? there to the middle. Oh, oh they drag them back. Yeah, I think it's yeah. ridiculous. They don't even stand up and walk back. Yeah, it's like what? I don't know. Just, just my thing. Um, okay, I, I want to get to this question. Unpopular take from AZ wrestling fan: Penn State's success is more due to recruiting versus development. Most of their champs start good contenders right off the bat. Um, I can't believe you're asking this question with one minute left in the show. Well, I, I think it's pretty easy to refute. Um, I, obviously, I they recruit really, really well. But I was just looking back through the old recruiting class rankings because I had a thought, and they – hold on. Let me read it. Where did it freaking go? Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll just start. You, you go first. find that while I'm talking. But I totally agree with you. I think uh, if you did the percentage of the highly ranked recruits that go on to – be highly either NCAA champs or people who finish in the top three, I think Penn State's going to have a higher percentage than any other school by a long shot. Yeah. So here's the recruiting class ranking since 2017. Number one in 17, Cornell. 18, Penn State. 19, Ohio State. 20, Oklahoma State. 21, Penn State. 22, Ohio State. 23, Iowa. So yeah. doesn't doesn't sound like it. You could look at other. Um... I, mean, I, I mean, I would love the thing that I would love for the quant division to do, because this is a thesis I have. Maybe I should have spent my own damn time, energy and money on it. Please. I just need to hire some quants is um, because I think and I ain't going to say any names, but I think some college coaches aren't maybe as good at coaching as some people think. And I would love to see, like, if we could develop a scoring algorithm for the athlete completing college. Now, you guys do recruiting rankings, one through 150, 100 somewhere when they're coming out of coming out of high school. Where do they finish, right? So if a, if a, if a team has a, a number seven on the big board and that person finishes number 37, they went down, right? If the team gets a 92 and it goes up to a 50. Now, the 37 still scored more points than the 50, but the, the, the coaching staff has made an improvement in that athlete, right? And then obviously if you get the aggregate of 10 years of data, you're going to find a pretty uh, concrete result, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I just thought that was relevant now. Jeez, I can't believe you just shot down my idea like that. I No, I'm not shot. I, I support it fully. All right, good. Get the quantum division. I'm on. just not going to fund it. I'm <laughs> not going to fund all your ideas, Ben. I know. Get someone else. Get someone in the, the C-suite executives to fund it. Maybe sometime post wrestling season I could yeah. get into that. Maybe. Maybe. That's a maybe. All right, we're going to go. Maybe. Play the trumpet. Let's hear it. There it is. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back Monday and Wednesday next week. Little shift. Good note. Monday and Wednesday next week. Plenty of wrestling to be discussed. A lot of duels are going to happen this weekend. Keep it to flow. We'll have Zagreb finals today. Today, yeah. Kyle Snyder, and Kyle continue, Snyder. And continuing with mm-hmm. uh, women's freestyle. 
Indeed. So keep it on that. Watch the duels. We'll see you next Monday. Have a great weekend. Goodbye.